Hi, I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon. And this is Workplace Hugs, a podcast where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help all of us expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy, but without a whole new degree. Rami, this week, I know we're talking about Switchfoot, but I don't know anything else about it. That's fine. So I think we put a pin in Switchfoot in our mutual love of Switchfoot (laughs) until another episode. We'll just tease it. Everybody come back. Maybe when music, when we find out how music works. I don't know. Maybe episode 164. <laughs> maybe, maybe Shannon and I will be talking about how much we both mutually like Switchfoot. But for now, I'll talk about how I exclusively like Switchfoot. So Switchfoot is a band. When the pandemic started, they started playing live stream concerts from their studio in San Diego. Um, I think for a few reasons. One, I think they were probably going crazy because they had been touring and then could not be touring. I think two, um, wanting to connect with their fans. And then three, probably just like a nice additional source of income. Cause they charge like, I don't know, $10 a month or something for it. So they started at the beginning of the pandemic and they would do these like concerts from their studio And they've actually gone on tour either two or three times since then. And they'll do it still. So, like, monthly there'll be, like, a live stream. Sometimes it's on the road. Sometimes it's a concert from the road. And sometimes they're back in the studio. And it's fun because, like, the themes change. They'll be like, oh, it's the 20th anniversary of this album. So this week or this month we're going to play this album all the way through. And, like, sometimes they're like, okay. Uh, it's that guy's birthday. So Tim is going to pick the set list today. Um, and they have like a very passionate community and everybody's like keeping track of all the songs that they've played and songs they have not played. And so there was like a few months where they were like, okay, we're going to pick songs that we haven't played yet. Cause once you've been around for 20 plus years, like you have a huge amount of songs. That's insane to me that they've been around for 20 plus years. That makes me feel really old. You should feel old, Shannon. I feel oh, old, you feel old. We're getting we're old. old. I I can't even think about how many episodes where you and I talk about how old we are. I, yeah, maybe we'll make an episode list just for that. <laughs> the way that they perform in the studio is kind of what you'd expect from a band on a stage. So John Foreman, the singer, is in the front. Um, Chad, the drummer, is like all the way in the back. And then everybody else is kind of like in the middle-ish section next to him right but like lead singer is always like right at the front in the center and they did this for i'm gonna say at least a year if not two years and then finally john the lead singer went on a solo tour by himself and so that month they performed with him remote he was like on a tv in the room with them and they were there and they're like whoa the acoustics sound way better with John not where he normally is, but we would have never attempted that without you having left. So then when he came back, what they did was rather than be in like a like a V or like a I don't know, like a inverted T or something. Uh-huh. He they're all like in a circle now with like dividers between them. And he kind of is in a corner, not where he normally is. So they can all see each other, 
which is super different than how they've ever performed. I kind of I, I want to see this now. I didn't partake it's, in any of their live streams. But it's super cool because I think for them, they're like, whoa, not only acoustically does it sound better, but we've never thought about being able to see each other when we're playing. Like the guy in the back, the drummer, he can see everything. The guy in the front can't see anything. He has no idea what's going on behind him. And now they can all see each other. Wow. So I find that fascinating. So what I wanted to talk about is mostly that is like how when we're used to doing things a certain way, we don't really deviate from it until we're forced to, right? Just like Switchfoot. Um, but are there things or ways of doing things that could be improved with minor changes? Like how can we force that need to do it differently to see if there are better ways to do things? Yeah. Do you want an example, Shannon? Yeah, well, and one example is already coming to mind for me. Tell me your example. Well, it's really tiny, but my daughter's bus is supposed to come at 9.15 every morning, but it was consistently coming at 9.02, which you might think that's not a big deal, but it actually threw off our entire plan that for the morning. That seems like a huge big deal. 13 minutes early? Yeah, and here's why. Because I work out with a friend at 8.30 in the morning, like via Zoom, and so... I'm like hustling from eight from nine o'clock to like make sure we get to the bus stop at nine oh two every morning. So it really forced us to reevaluate our whole morning routine and need to just like change the plan. So yeah, it works out better for our family now because now I work out 30 minutes earlier, eight to eight thirty. Talia and I play school together because we're working on reading for 20 minutes after the workout instead of before. And then we have 10 minutes of breathing room before we need to get to the bus. And I'm so grateful that. that this inconvenience of the bus driver showing up early. She, by the way, she was so gracious and she always patiently waited, even if we were running down the alley to get to her. But I just didn't want to be running down the alley. But it, but anything better because Talia is happier and everybody's happier. It's good. What's your example? Podcasting. So the biggest change I think for us was we started doing more than one at a time. Dun, dun, dun. I have not been wearing this shirt for what now seems like four weeks straight mm-hmm. um, that we do them simultaneously. Like we'll do a few and then lock them in. And I thought that was such a huge change for us when we were doing one at a time. Cause if, what are we at? This is one fifty nine. We're recording right yes. now. When you go back all the way to episode one, it was like, okay, Shannon, we're recording this episode and then we've got to get it edited. We got to get the social <laughs> stuff done. Got to get everything done. Cause it's going up next Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever it is. And it was that same routine for like a few weeks. It was just horrifying, just horrifying in terms of like, we got to do it. We got to know what we're doing. We got to do it. We got to edit it. We got to get it up. And I hated that. It was so stressful. And so we finally were like, well, maybe we do two at a time or whatever it is. Or maybe we do a few at a time. And I think making that minor shift, because all the work still has to get done. Yes. But being able to breathe and not have to do all that work on a hard schedule, I think, has made our lives so much better. Yeah batching like that's the word that comes to mind like just being able to batch the episodes and the steps 
to do all of the episodes because it allows us like if it's like, oh, my kid's sick today. No big deal because we have some extra episodes already recorded. Oh, yeah. So that was a huge change for me. I think the the big thing I want to push to everybody is sometimes we are forced to change like in Shannon's instance or in Switchfoot's instance because some external force has caused it. Right. And I think that's when we evaluate and we go, okay, should we revert back to what we were doing or is that actually a better way of doing things? My question to all of you guys is how do we, how do we take a step back and question some of those things without the external force forcing us to question them and see if there maybe is a better way for us to do some of those things. So maybe this episode is your kick to question your process. I love it. So we'd love for you to connect with us on LinkedIn or Instagram. And what do we want them to share with us, Rami? What's a process that you recently changed for the better? Maybe it's something we can all change. Yes. Give us some inspiration, please. With that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami and this has been Replacing.